Understanding who we are as the church. Subtitled, Finding Our Identity in Christ Today. Know who you are. Know, know who you are. Know. When you know who you are, you act like what you know. <laughs> Glory be to God. Glory be to God. If you have your Bibles, we are going to be reading out of Ephesians during this series. We will go through the whole fourth chapter of Ephesians. But, but today, we, we, we're going to try to get through. I won't say that because I may not get as far as I want to. We get where we get to. Amen. Amen. But we're going to read in your hearing verse 1 through 2. Reading it from the Amplified Bible, and it reads as such, and it will be on the screen before you. <clears throat> I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, appeal to and beg you to walk, that is, to, to lead a life worthy of the divine calling to which you have been called, with behavior that is a credit to the summons to God's service. Living as, living as becomes you with complete lowliness of mind, humility, meekness, unselfishness, gentleness, mildness, with patience, bearing one another and, and making allowances because you love one another. Amen. 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 Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, allow there to be a manifestation of your glory, your Shekinah glory in this place. Father, give power to the preaching, teaching of your word. Lord, allow your strength to, to become strong where there is weakness. I ask, oh Lord, that you would just undertake and do what only you can do. Open up our ears that we may hear what the Spirit is saying to us. Speak, Lord. Lord, speak. If you will, Lord, speak. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Paul, again, is appealing to the church of Ephesus. Walk in that which you know about yourself. Not that which have been taught to you from your mama or your daddy, but as it is being unveiled, uncovered, as you grow in who you are in Christ Jesus, that there ought to be finding out of who you are. There has to be more than just going to church. There is a, a God wants to show you things about you that even your mama and daddy don't know. God, what God is, what this verse is really saying is, he said, he said there are some hidden treasures in you. There, there are some, some, there's some glory in you that, that only God knew about you. Now, now, hopefully, parents, you, 
you, are, you have discernment because you are praying over your children. And if you are praying over your children, God will give you insight into the direction that God has intended for your child. So like an like a archer points an arrow, you can point them not in the direction you want them to go. Not so that you can live your life through them. Not that you will have control over their life, but, but you see and discern that God who knew them before you was born, God who created them for his purpose and his glory, that you will see it and you will play a part in pointing them in the right direction. See, this thing is more than just church stuff. What this is saying is God has orchestrated everything in our life to the point that even your gifting, even your abilities was given to you by God to be used for his glory and his namesake. Listen, we can be Christians and not catch this. We can be in church every Sunday, but our lives is not being played out as an instrument for God. See, 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 watch this. I, I'm going to throw this at you. See, see, one of the most frustrating things is to live your life and not fulfill your purpose. When, when, when you have no direction, no, no hope for where God, what God has for you, I don't care how much money you got, I don't care how much fame you got, you are frustrated in the fact that, that there's something in you that tells you this is not it. Your identity is in what God has called you in him. Listen, the phrase, the phrase, Paul has a, has, a, has a pet phrase, and, and it's in Christ, it's in Christ Jesus, it's in the Lord, and within his 13 epistles, which means letters, because he wrote that many books of the New Testament, he uses this phrase some 165 times. And what he's saying to the Christian is, Know that you are in Christ. You are in the Lord. But, but allow me to give you a picture of what he's talking about. The picture that I see in my mind, the, the picture that from scripturally, that, 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 that helps me to understand what Paul is saying. It's like being submerged in the middle of an ocean. And, and, and all around you is the ocean. You got that. Then watch this. Then you have swallowed some of the ocean. So, 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 so the ocean is all around you in all directions. It's above you. It's all around you. It's under you. And you even got some in you. You are in the ocean. We are in Christ. And everything about our life has you reach out, is nothing but Christ. You, you are submerged in him. You, you are wrapped up in 
him. You are, you are so in him, you don't even know that it's him. Did he have the nerve to put himself in you? In Christ. Now, now let me show you why that's important. That means that whatever happens to you had to come through him first. That the sickness, the cancer, whatever that hit you had to go through him and he tempered it and measured it before it hit you and he gave you everything you needed to go through what you was going to go through because before it hit you, it went through him. By the time it got to you, his grace was already on it and he's giving you the power and the strength to go through it because it went through him There's nothing that can come your way that can bypass him because he got you covered in every way. So before you get that phone call, before that happened to you, it went through him. And he said, I got that. I got that. I strengthened you. I'm giving you everything you need to go through. you. Since when did you become an expert on you? 
time all of them up, down and out. Lord have mercy. Did you let us say this? Who told you that's you? God is the one that said, while, while you was in your mother's womb, I was sewing you and knitting you together. Uh, it was me. And God is so, and God is, God, God is so detailed. God is so meticulous that, that even the feather that falls off the sparrow back as, as, as the bird is in flight and if it loses the feather, the, 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 the pattern of that it falls have already been traced out. Before it hits the ground, God knows the exact place where it was gonna fall. I mean, I'm not talking about the sparrow, I'm talking about the, the feather that falls off the bird back. It's traced as it fell. That fact is following the pattern that God has already preset. Yes. Yes. Somebody said, that's too much. But let me let me let me, let me shoot another. While you was combing your head this morning, hair number 134 fell out. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. Not 134 hairs fell out. The hair number. oldest this morning and, and we was talking because he's teaching Ephesians 4 in the class and he said, he said, he said man so I was thinking about you were saying about grace being measured to us he said you know what he said he said he said I, I started thinking about when I was a kid and our parents would feed us right. and our parents will fix our place yes sir yes sir well, let's, let's go let's, let's go a little bit deeper now he said and our parents will fix our plates and give a portion that's it, that's it. to each kid differently. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not that they were being a uh, respecter of kid, but you don't give a two-year-old come on, come on. the same amount you give a 16-year-old. If anybody have a 16-year-old boy, you know they, you probably giving them two plates. 
because they eat a lot. But your two-year-old cannot take in, cannot consume the same amount of your teenager. So you will measure according to need. You know what God has done? That as your need increases, the amount of grace increases. The amount, and as more power is needed, God would take his spoon and dip some more on your plate. There's no lack. There's no too much. There's no overage, but there's no lack. I'm so glad that God has already measured what we're going through, and God has already given the grace needed to get through. Watch, watch, listen, listen. Listen to Paul as he go into this text. He says, he says, he says, walk worthy of the divine calling that is on you. That, 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 is, that is already yours. And what he's saying is, walk, don't walk beneath who you are. Don't up yourself by being what you not. Amen. You know, you got to let some chickens go. <laughs> if, you, if you are called, I remember, they think with me, I remember when I was out there I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, There was something in me that was calling me beyond where I was acting. Yes, sir. Beyond what I was. I, I just, I just wasn't heeding the call. It wasn't that I didn't hear it calling me. I just closed my ear to it. Oh, yeah, come on down. Don't, don't leave me out here by myself. Don't leave me out here by myself. Listen, listen when, when God came and got me, it was no surprise. He's been calling me all the time. He's been calling me from a distance. But I was so hard-headed, God had to step on in the room and come snatch my butt. But he had been calling me before he snatched me. Now, now come on now. Come on now. You can't tell me when you're out of position and you're a child of God that God ain't calling you. It's down in your spirit. You know you're not supposed to be or do. Notice what he said. He says, he says, he says, he says, you know, calling with that you have been, you have already been called. You've been, the, the, the call is already there and he is calling. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
been caught into it. Hallelujah. But 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 watch this. Watch this. But 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 when but when you're not doing it, God is He uses a legal word. He says summons. See, when the court wants you to show up, they will send you an official summons. It's been stamped. It's been recorded. And somebody who is a representative comes and finds you and hands you, and they said you've been served. That means you can't get out of it. That means it's been recorded that you received it. Now, if you don't show up at the appointed time, in the appointed place, the consequences are on you. Because you've been served. Well, I got something to tell you. You've been served. God has already served you with notice that you've been called. Now, if you don't fulfill your calling, human standpoint, they will put a warrant on you and the police will forcefully take you where you don't want to go. And they just won't take you to court. They take you to jail for not... I would rather be in trouble with the law than to be in trouble with the Lord. Because the Lord will find you. See, you might be on the dick and you might be on the slip and slide from the police. But God knows exactly. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. If I go to the highest mountain, thou art there. If I go to the Lord's Lord's sea, thou art Now check this out. Summons to his service. Wow. Didn't just save you just to save you, but he has put glory in you. And he expects you to work out the glory that is in you so that he may see and others may see him in you. That means beyond your own dreams, God has a purpose and a destiny for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It got your name on it. The devil will, will do whatever he can to prevent us for fulfilling our destiny because in our destiny, it will affect other people to know him. In fact, in fact, in fact, in fact, in fact, the church can't be what it's supposed to be if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Let me 
explain. See, in order for God's glory to be played out, it's played out within the body. Yes, we've been called into Christ, but when you're brought into Christ, I am brought in with other Christians because what God has given me is to bless other folks. But what he has given you is to bless other folks too. See, I can come in here on Monday night when nobody's here and I can preach to an empty church. I can say the same things I'm saying right now. I can use the gift, but nobody will get blessed. Because there's nobody here to be blessed. Am I using my gift? Yes. Can I, can I do it with, with as much power? Probably not. Why, why I say that? Because the interaction between us, you, you, you help my gift come out. Uh, listen, you got you got to understand. I go, I go, I go, I go some places to do a funeral, and the family is not what you say, perhaps Christian, and I'm preaching, and I can feel the resistance. I mean, I'm literally, it's like I'm preaching to a wall, a visible wall in front of me, and, and, and it makes me work harder because I recognize it's not being received. But you give me some place where folks is on board with the word. You give me some place where folks are, are giving hallelujah, amen to the word. And what you're doing is you bringing it up out of me because, because you, 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 you saying feed me. They tell me that, 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 uh, that, trying to see how I say this. That a mother who gave birth to a baby at the cry of her baby would start producing milk. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why? Because the cry of the baby called the something inside of her to say, I got a need. The church ought to see a need. Yes, sir. And it ought to make you want to use your gift yeah. when you see a need. Yeah. See, 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 when we walk in here, we got folks that need your encouragement, yeah. that need you to pray for them, yeah. that need you to walk with them. And when you're in the spirit, don't tell me God won't hook you up with somebody. But listen, listen, listen. But in low, in lowliness and meekness, because God may hook you up with somebody you may not want to be hooked up. That's it. I told you that you had the ability to choose when and where and how God used you. I don't know about you. I just want to be used by Him. I just there's something about being used by God. My brothers, can you imagine an eagle down in the chicken coop? The problem with chickens, and I know we got some chicken lovers in here. I ain't pointing out that. Don't worry, it's more than just Terry that loves chicken. Y'all, quit looking at her. 
Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, y'all love it. Grill, fry, bake, saute. All that rotisserie chicken. It really doesn't matter. But if you ever saw a chicken in the chicken form, you would think twice about eating the chicken. Because the chicken eats everything that is on the ground. Now, 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 our folks from down south know that, that, that they had chicken. Before they had chicken, mama or daddy will separate the chickens that you're going to eat and put them in a place that they couldn't eat anything. And you, and you gave them whatever you wanted because you're trying to clean them out. That by the time you cook them, you know you eating clean meat instead of this anything. Listen, listen. As a Christian, you can't just eat. You can't tell me that you can eat anything during the week and come here and worship God with a pure heart. You can't tell me that you can act the heathen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you get a little bit better. Saturday, you try to clean up your act so you can worship. You can't tell me that you can hang with everybody, doing everything, listen to everything. They have. You can't tell me we can have a bad attitude on, have an attitude on the way to church. They get a holler, hallelujah. Watch this. Learn this. Just because I'm here to worship don't mean that God's going to interact with my spirit. That's right. That's true. He can bless the person next to me. And I'm sitting right next saying, it's all over you. You getting, why ain't I getting in? Because if I didn't make preparation before I get here, God's not going to give me something holy that I haven't prepared for. Thank you. And worship is intimacy with God. And when we get here, it's intimacy. God falls on us. There's something that happens between us and our Father that is so personal. What God speaks to me won't be what he speaks to you because he knows exactly what I need. He knows exactly what, what you need. And my Lord, after this world and all that's in it, don't you need to hear from God? He, 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 he separates us. Listen, eagle down at, at with the other chickens, and there's an eagle that, that's flying over. He says, what is that eagle doing? <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
That's an eagle in case you don't know. Listen, at that call, the chickens pay it no mind because it doesn't mean anything to them. But that eagle said, did y'all hear that? I heard something. potential as an eagle. Until I heed the calling, the the summons of God saying, come up higher. I would never see where God want to take me. Oh, I may miss my chicken friends. Friendship to hinder me from where God is calling me. I may, I, I may miss my eagle friends who want to act like chickens, but, but I got to go where God is calling me. I can't stay down here and when, when God has given me everything I need to fly. My brother and sister, sometimes you got to leave your comfort zone and go where nobody else is going to go with you. Sometimes you got to change friends. I was talking to one of my nephews. He said, Uncle Tracy, I dropped my phone in Whitten Woods Lake. It's at the bottom of the lake. I can't even get it. Then he said, maybe I was meant to drop it. But that folks who used to call me can't call me no more. You know know what he's doing? I'm coming up higher. I'm letting go of some things. And I recognize maybe it wasn't an accident. Maybe God wanted me to drop my phone. Because I got a call on my life. And I'm letting go of some things. 
about me losing my phone. I've lost some numbers. And folks who used to know my own number can't get my new number. I think God ordained this so I can leave some chickens behind. Eagles push eagles yes, sir. higher. If, do you have somebody pushing you higher? Do you have somebody that can speak into your spirit? Do you have somebody that can say, hey, hey, let's, let's, listen, listen. Are you heeding, first of all, the call? That's it. That's it. Hebrews. Hebrews says this. Hebrews says, says Hebrews 10. 22. Got it? If you don't got it, I'll go. There we go. Let us all come. Now, that's one. Let's go to 10, 22. Did I give y'all the, the wrong one this morning? I probably did. And this morning, what I did, I went ahead and used this because it does speak to some of what I, I want to talk about. And it's talking about unqualified assurance, absolute conviction, injured by faith. Now, what's this? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This struck me, and also the other one struck me, because the other said, he said, grass, take hold, because sometimes I struggle with my faith. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that's why I know I know I preach this stuff. I know I know this stuff, but just because I preach it and teach it and know it don't mean I got it down pat. Don't ever think. That, that I'm above where I'm preaching. Come on, come on. The same struggles you go through, yes, I go through. Yes, oh, yeah. don't, don't ever think I got it all together. Because I don't. Though no, no. So I may know the principles, to walk in the principles is a struggle. Yes, it is. It's a struggle. Oh, yes, Hebrew says, do not forsake the assembly of yourself together before that. He said, as we strive, as we, as we grasp, and we take off. Listen, God's promises is sure. It's on his part, it's sure. But on my part, on your part, we struggle with trying to believe what God has said. See, this is the hard thing. God takes too long. <laughs> According to us, been waiting a long time. But as, but as I as I read the Bible, all of God's saints had to wait. If their faith is really going to be worked out, there was some time before God promised it, and and them seeing it. They they had to wait on it. See, see they had to wait without without saying anything, yeah. but just based on God's word, they knew that God was up to something. Yeah. See, sometimes you have to be down, low, tore up, yeah. messed up, yeah. jacked up, and still praise God. Yeah. So, sometimes, 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 sometimes you can be jacked up on the inside, yeah. but try to look cute on the outside yeah. so folks don't know how jacked you really are. Sometimes what you're holding on to is beyond where you are. And God ain't showing you what he's going to do it. All that you know is that you're trying to hold on to the promise that he said he's going to do it. See, this thing would be easy 
if we had it all the time, right where we are, but the faith walk is just that. I don't see it yet. I haven't experienced it yet, but I'm holding on with an expectation of what God said he's going to do, believing that in his time, he's going to do it. But until I get there, I need you. You need me because I'm struggling. I need to see you and your faith. I need to hear your testimony. I need to see you praise God. There's something, didn't it warm your heart when you saw these young people praising God? Did that do something? Did that help you? Did you see how they were saying it and and they were bold with it? You know, over the time, Carly and Joshua, y'all be all shy. Y'all just stepping on out there. More power to you. Don't be ashamed. Be bold with it. Where everybody else is being bold with their stuff. So why can't we be bold for Jesus? Why, 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 why can't we? Why can't we have a structural walk for Jesus? Why can't we have some moves? Wait a minute. He's that good. He's that awesome. And, and, and what I love about him, you got to get to the place that you don't care what folks think about you. If you don't like it, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for him. I know how far he brought me. I know how good he's been. So if you don't like my praise, uh, let me let me wind this up. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You gotta praise God while you a caterpillar. That's Yes, sir. I, I, yes, sir. I was a mischievous little boy. I, 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 I found this strange thing as a kid. It was like a four, six inch white caterpillar that had a green horn on top of his head. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was the dumbest thing <laughs> I seen. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so, so I caught it. <laughs> I put it in one of my mom's plastic containers. Uh-huh. I didn't take it in the house. Uh-huh. I put it on the porch. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, it was going to be my new pet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to show it off to all my friends. That thing was ugly. It was big and fat. And I said, this is a devil, this is a devil caterpillar with a horn on his head. You know? So I was intrigued. So so the next morning, I got up to go play with my new pet. The problem was, there was a hole in that container. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was hard plastic. Yeah, yeah. 
and it ate its way, I burnt its way, a perfectly round hole, half inch hole or bigger in that container. Now the problem is my mom don't like caterpillars. And the caterpillar is somewhere in an enclosed porch. I start looking for this caterpillar and I can't find this caterpillar. I throw away her container and I went, hush, don't tell. And hope that they didn't find it. Well, thank God they didn't. I still wonder what happened to that caterpillar. <laughs> now, I says, regardless how ugly a caterpillar is, it's going to change. Yes, it will. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, it will. Uh-huh. As much as you don't like caterpillars, uh-huh. it changes into a butterfly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, you see it in its first stage, uh-huh. and you don't like it. No. Uh-huh. But, but when it gets to its second stage, uh-huh. it's amazing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because it bears no evidence of what it used to be. This crawling thing now got wings that fly. This ugly thing now has a pattern with beauty. It dances in the air. When it used to crawl in all sorts of dirt, everything that it used to be it is no longer. It is just the opposite of what it used to be. Can't you imagine Mr. and Mrs. Caterpillar saying, you can call me ugly if you want to. You can talk about me if you want to. But there's something in me that tells me there's more to me which meets the eye. Let me climb up on the tree. Let me take my silk and make a cocoon around me. Y'all laughing at me now, but later on, you're gonna wish that you was like me. That's okay. I'm ugly right now, but there's something inside of me that is calling me beyond where I am. My God is up to something. It may not yet appear what I'm going to be, but keep on watching. Keep on talking about me, because I'm going to. It it, it, it put itself in a cocoon. And in the secret place of the cocoon, God changes that crawling, Creeping, ugly, dirt, digging, fuzzy, caterpillar, and turns it into a beautiful, flying, dancing, delicate, glorious butterfly. Aren't you glad? that God is in the changing business and we are not 
yet what we're going to be. Let them talk about you. Let them make fun of you. But one of these days, they're going to want to be you because God's not finished yet. I got a secret for you, for each of you. Now, when I tell you, whisper it to the person next to you. God is up to something in you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Whisper. 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 Come on. God is up to something in you. And when God has something to do with it, it's awesome. It's beautiful. It's glorious. Listen, listen, listen. Don't listen to the folks who make fun of your caterpillar stage because they don't know what's in you. They don't know, young man, that there's a butterfly. There's an eagle on the inside of you. God is up to something in you. Give God some prayer. Let's shout it. God is up to something.